Good evening, everybody. Um, so today on, I'm planning to start a new episode of William Shakespeare and his stories, his poems, the great playwriter, the poet, and the actor. So let's talk a little bit. Every day, I'll try to talk a little bit about him and then start the story. Um, it's just my exploration to a well-known playwriter, poet, and an actor. And along with that, I hope, you know, it's, it's a little enlightening to others who would like to know a little about the stories and his poems and, you know, all his, about his, more about his life. So basically, he was born on 26th April 1564, and he died 23rd April 1660. Um, his... Spouse's name was Anna Hathaway. Yes, like the actress. Um, so basically, he's known for his phenomenal plays. You know, he was born and raised in Stratford upon Avon, Warwickshire. And at the age of 18, he married Anna Hathaway, who was, I think, about seven years eight years apart from him, older to him, so, which doesn't matter, but, yeah, uh, with whom he had three children, Susanna and twins Hamnet and Judith. Sometime between 1585 and 1592, he started his exploration and became an actor, writer, part owner, and playing, you know, he started up the playing company, of the Lord Chamberlain's men's, later known as the King's Men. Um, at age 49, he appeared to have retired, but he died three years later. Few records of Shakespeare, private life survive, and you know, you just know a few about him, and most of it, you know, and, and his stories are phenomenal. You know, his, all his stage plays and you know at that era he was i don't know the the george clooney or the brad pitt or um the amita bachin of you know the greatest players actors of you know everything what i guess uh, europe needed at that time so he's well known and let's start with one of his stories. It's called, his first story was Hamlet. Um, but, you know, I saw the skull and stuff and I was like, I know it's Halloween and stuff, but I still wanted to just go with the winter's tale. Kind of, you know, since this will be a long journey. So I thought, you know, let's keep it little mellow. So, the Winter Tale um, is, it was published in 1915, I'm sorry, 1912, and let's start. In spite of the great popularity, in the early 17th century, the Robert Greene penned it, the prose romance on which the winter's tale is founded. 
There's no clear evidence of an early quarta edition of the play. It first appeared in print in the folio of 1623, where it occupies the last place among the comedies. Although owing to the involved characters of the diction and the frequent occurrence of the elliptical passages in some of the speeches, the play offers considerable textual difficulties. It must be allowed that the work of the printers was on the whole well done. In the present edition, therefore, the first folio has been followed wherever possible, even in matters of punctuation. The later folios not differ widely from the 1623. Such differences as occur are recorded in the textual notes of this edition. So... Basically, in the Winter Tales, 1611 and 1505 May. The Winter Tales. Apollo and the answer of Apollo, that she was guiltless and that the king was Lelos. And how he expect the child was found, again, that was the last the king should be should die without issue for the child was carried into bohemia and laid in a forest and brought up by a shepherd the king of bohemia has soon married that wench and howie they fled in sicilia to leontes and the shepherd howing shows the letter of the nobleman by whom leontes said uh, was the child and the levis found about her. She was known to be Leontes' daughter and was then 16 years old. Remember also the rogue that came in all tottered like a coal pixie. And how he defined him to have hound been robbed of all that he had. And how he, he concerned the poor man all his money. And after came to the ship with the peddlers peck and the concert them again all their money he and how he changed apparel with the king of bohemia his son and that how he entered courtier beware of the trusting feigned beggars of phonage philos the second piece of evidence is the record of Peter Cunningham's extracts from the reveals of accounts of a performance, a play called Ye Winter's Night Tale, on November 5th, 1611. The original MS were the script from which the Cunningham drew his information has been pronounced a forgery, but it is the opinion of Sir Sidney Lee and others that the entries are fictitious and the facts that which they record may be more or less true. The most interesting piece of evidence that which he defines the date of composition most exactly is that furnished of Professor Thorndike. Thorndike, in his monograph, The Influence of Beaumont and the Fletcher upon Shakespeare. The writer argues that the introduction of the dance of the satyrs in Act 4, Scene 4, 
was directly suggested by Ben Johnson's Mask of Oberon, acted by court on January 1, 1611, in which a dance of ten setters occupies a prominent position in the mask and was the nature of innovation in stagecraft. Professor Thorndike considers either that Johnson must have borrowed from the public stage the idea of an antique dance of satyrs for the court mask or the Shakespeare must have borrowed from the court mask this news and popular stage device for the winter tales. So there were many arguments about you know how this play came along and how it was in connection with the date of the composition of the early stage history of the play, one or two more facts may be mentioned. On the occasion of the marriage of Princess Elizabeth to Elector Palatine in 1613, the Winter Tale was one of the play acted at court. Fourteen plays were acted in all. And these, no less, were five were by Shakespeare. Again, the induction of Ben Jonson's Bartholomew Fair, 1614, the author declares that he is loth to make nature afraid in his place. So basically, this was a more of a brief up of, you know, depictions and understanding that how this play came about and how much it was relevant to Shakespeare, Shakespeare's plays, and that it was part of his play. So, but the permanent and gravity of the romances are chiefly confined by the professed comedians as lovers without being in any way grave or sedate, are deficient in wit, and make no attempt to conceal the ardor of their youthful love beneath a mask of pleasantry. The lovemaking of Rosalind and, and Orlando or of Beatrice and Benedict is chiefly in prose, that Perdita and Flores, or Miranda and Ferdinand is almost entirely in verse. In place of gay party and facility of wit, Shakespeare introduces into those love scenes a note of tenderness, spirit of chivalrous and devotion, atmosphere of idyllic beauty. This is a part where they were talking about mainly, you know, what the story depicts, how it was written, and, you know, like, what all of the essence it covers, like, you, the romance and everything involved in it. So, The Winter's Tale. Dramatist persons, Leontes, King of Sicilia, Namilius, Young Prince of Sicilia, Camillo, Antigonus, Clemenus, Four Lords of Sicilia, Dion, Polixenus, King of Bohemia, Florizel, Prince of Bohemia, Archidemus, a Lord of Bohemia, Old Shepherd, reputed father of Perdita, Clown, his son, Autolip, a rogue, a mariner, a gualler, Hermione, queen of 
Leontes, Perdita, daughter of Tuliontes and Hermone, Paulina, wife of Antigonus, Melia, lady attending on Hermone, Mopus, and Dorcas, Shakespeare, Deuces. Other lords and gentlemen, ladies and officers, and servants, shepherds, and shepherdresses. The time has chorus seen partly in Sicilia and partly in Bohemia. The Winter's Tale, Act 1, Scene 1, Antechamber in Lontas Palace. Enter Camillo and Archdemus. Arch. If you shall chance, Camillo, Camillo, to visit Bohemia on the like occasion, whereon my services are now on foot, you shall see, as I have said, great difference betwixt our Bohemia and your Sicilia. Cam replied, I think this coming summer the king of Sicilia means to pay Bohemia the visitation which he justly owes him. Arch, wherein our entertainment shall shame us. We will be justified in our loves for indeed. Cam, beseech you. Arch, verily, I speak it in freedom of my knowledge. We cannot with such magnificence is so rare. I know you what to say. Arch, believe me, I speak as my understanding instructs me and as mine honesty puts into assurance. Cam Cecilia cannot show himself or kind to Bohemia. They were trained together in their childhoods and they're rooted betwixt them then such an affection which cannot choose but branch now. Since their more mature dignities and royal necessities made separation of their society, their encounters, though not personal, have been royal, royally attorneyed with interchange of gifts, letters, loving embassies, that they have seemed to be together. Though absent, shook hands as over a vast and embraced as it were from the ends of opposed winds. The heavens continue their lover loves. Arch, I think there is not in the world either malice or matter to alter it. You have an unspeakable comfort of your young prince Mamulus. It is a gentleman of the greatest promise that ever came into my note, Cam. I very well agree with you in the hopes of him. It is a gallant child, one that indeed physics the subject makes old hearts fresh. They that went on crutches, ere he was born, desire yet their life to see him a man. Arch, would they else be content to die? Cam, yes, if there were no other excuse why they should desire to live. Arch, 
If the king had no sign, they would desire to live on crutches till he had one. Scene 2. A room of state in the same. Enter Leonte, Ramone, Mamilius, Paul, Lixenes, Camillo, attendants. Paul, Ninich, nine changes of the watery star had been the shepherd's note since we have left our throne without the Bruton. Time as long again would be filled up, my brother, with, your, with our thanks. And yet we should, for perpetuality, go hence in debt, and therefore, like a cipher, yet standing in rich ways, I multiply with one. We thank you many thousands more that go before it. Leon, stay your thanks a while, and pay them when you part. Paul, sir, that's tomorrow. I am questioned by my fears, and what may chance of breed upon your absence that may blow no snap, sleeping winds at home, to make us say this is put forth too truly. Besides, I have stayed to tire you royalty. Leon, we are tougher, brother, than you can put us to. Paul. No longer stay. Leon, one seven night longer? Paul, very sooth tomorrow. Leon, we'll put the time between then. And in that, I no gainsaying. Paul, press me not, beseech you. So there is no tongue that moves none, none of the world. So soon as your could win me, so it should now were there necessity in your request. Although twere needful, I denied it. My affairs do even drag me homeward, which to hinder were in your love a whip to me. My stay to you in charge and trouble to save both farewell a brother. Leon, tongue-tied our queen, speak you, her. I had thought, sir, to have held my peace until you are, had done oats have him not to stay. You, sir, charge him too coldly. Tell him you are sure all in Bohemia as well. This satisfaction that the bygone day proclaimed, say this to him. He's beat from his best word. Leon, well said, Hermoyen. Her, to tell he longs to see his son, very were strong. But let him say so then, and let him go. But let him swear so, and he shall not stay. We'll thwack him hence with distaffs, yet of your royal presence, I'll adventure the borrow of a week. When at Bohemia you take my lord, I'll give him the, my commission to let him there a month behind the jest. Prefix for parting, yet good deeds, Leontes, I love 
the not a jars or the clock behind. What lady she her lord, you'll stay. Paul, no matter her nay, but now, but you will. Paul, I am not verily her verily. You put me off with limber wows, but I, though you would seek to unsphere the stars with oats, should yet say, sir, no going, verily. You shall not go, a lady's verily, as potent as lot, will go yet. Force me to keep you as a prisoner, not like as a guest. So you shall pay your fees when you depart and save your thanks. How you say, my prisoner or my guest, by your dread, verily, one of them you shall be. Paul, your guest, then, madam, to your prisoner should import offending. Which is from me less easy to commit than you to punish her. Not your gualler then, but your kind hostess. Come, I question you of my lord's tricks and yours when you were boys. You were pretty lordings then. Oh, we were fair queen, two lads that thought there was no more behind. But such a day tomorrow as today, and to boy eternal. Her, was not my lord the wearer, wag or the two? Paul, we were the twinned lamp that did frisk on the sun, and the bleat and the one not the other. What we changed was the innocence for innocence. We knew not the doctrine of ill-doing, nor dreamed that any did. Had we pursued that life, and our weak spirits near been hired, we were reared. With stronger blood, we should have answered heaven, boldly not guilty. The imposition cleared hereditary arts. Her. By this we gather, you have tripped since. Paul. Oh, my most sacred lady, temptations have since then been born to for in those unfledged days with my wife, a girl, your precious self had then not crossed the eyes of my young playfellow. Her grace to boot, of this make no conclusion, lest you say. Your queen and I are devils, yet go on. The offenses we have made, you do well answer. If you first sinned with us, and that was with us, you did continue fault, and that you slipped not with any but with us. Leon, is he one yet? Her, he'll stay, my lord, Leon. At my request, he would not. Her, Moyon, my dearest, though never spokest to better purpose. Her, never, Leon, never but once. Her, what have I twice said well? What was before? I prithee tell me, 
crumbs with praise and makes as fat as time timing things. One good deed dying tongueless slaughters, a thousand waitings upon them. Our praises are our wages. You may rise with one soft kiss, a thousand furlongs are with spur we heat an acre. But to the goal, my last good deed was to entreat his stay. What was my first? It was his elder sister, or I mistake you. Oh, would you her name Grace? But once before I spoke to the purpose. When? Nay, let me haven't I long. Leon, why what? That was when three crabbed months that soured themselves to death. Very, I couldn't make the open the wire hand. The clap themself, thyself, my love. The didst thou utter, I am yours forever. Her, tis grace indeed. Why do you now? I have spoke to the purpose twice. To the one of ever earned a royal husband, the other of a some while a friend. Leon, too hot, too hot, to mingle friendship far as mingling bloods. I have tremor cordis on me. My heart dances, but not for joy. Not joy? This entertainment may be free face, put on, derive liberty from heartiness your from bounty fertile bosom and will become the agent to may i grant but to be paddling palms and pinching fingers as now they are and making practice smiles as in looking glass and then oh to sigh toward the mort or oh, the tear oh that is the entertainment my bosom likes not nor my bros emilius Art thou my boy? Ma'am, I, my good lord. Leon, I fix. Why that's my bare cock? What has smudged the nose? They say it's copy out of mine. Come, captain, we must be nest. Not neat, but cleanly, captain. And yet the steer, the henfer, and cough. And all the call neat still make burglaring upon the pomp. How now you want on calf? Art thou my calf? Yes, ma'am. If you shall, my lord. Okay, I'm almost up with time. So I'm going to wind down now. So interesting facts about this whole... Uh, thing is it's it's the you know the diction or what to say the the way it's said it's so complex the dialogues the the plays are so intensely complex because mainly because they're from london and you know they have the thou and art and all the sophisticated words to them but it's definitely fun to listen to and it's definitely fun to read um there are some tongue twisters for sure but it was fun doing the first part i had to do a few pauses and oh by the way the background music it's the santur um playing by pandit shiv sagar i'm sorry pandit shiv kumar sharma um uh 
you, you know, it's, I definitely thought it's a great clubbing in with the recital. And that was it. So I hope you guys start liking these uh, things. I'm going to do a few more before I actually officially publish it out. Um, but this was good. I, I kind of enjoy doing it. And um, thank you for listening. Appreciate um, you listening to the podcast. All right.